Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Political Panda Program. Happy Tuesday for you. Jesus, it's Tuesday already. It feels really weird. I, I, man, it, it, the week is, for me, keep in mind, I work four days a week, and my week starts on Sunday, so I'm almost done with my week already, so it's kind of weird. Like, real, it's like, it, yeah, but no, it's, it's Tuesday. Well, with it being Tuesday... There's a lot of fun news that comes out, whether it's Joy Reid on Hot Mike start, uh, saying the F word or, you know, finding out more fun stuff from all over the place. It's all all leaps and bounds and fun stuff to be had. We'll bring you updates, of course, from inside of Congress as well as the Middle East slash UN, because man, does the UN situation get even worse, but you probably already knew that based on this, how this show goes if you haven't already please do consider subscribing follow on twitter and true social and of course i'm right into it today we gotta start un right out the gate okay so the un situation got worse so uh we told you on the show uh i believe it was last week i believe last week is either last week or uh, the, the days and everything is bleeding together but we told you about the fact that People inside of one of the UN's agencies that keep in mind, the UNRWA is the only organization that the UN has that's only for one particular population, and that's the Palestinians. That's it. That's the only population it serves. The title of it really doesn't make much sense if you then when you put that in perspective, but that is what all they do, right? And so at the time, uh, when we told you last week, I believe it feels like last week, uh, but told you that, hey, listen, there, you know, there's people inside the UN, that inside of this UN organization, that helped take part in in uh, the actual like attack on Israel back on October 7th, okay? That was already bad enough, and it already caused nations to, you know, defund the organization, which they should have already been, and, well... To show even more that this is a basically just another arm of Hamas that's being funded by the world, so that the world is literally funding its own terrorism problem, like all over the world. Well, some new intelligence is coming out, and that reveals that well, this actual agency has about ten percent of its staff are uh, have like direct connections, like direct connections to Hamas. Basically, every other person in there of the 12,000 employees is all in some way, one or another, connected to Hamas. But these are people that are directly connected to Hamas. Even more. Even more of them. Why does this agency exist? We don't know why. Uh, um, truly, it's just another arm of Hamas. So, if, you know, the the UN, I guess, really doesn't like Jews. They like They don't like Jews so much that they set up an organization to basically spite them. So, uh... That's good. I'm, I'm glad... I'm glad that, uh... I'm glad that that could, uh... Could happen. So, fa fantastic. Fan fantastic. The Middle East, it's going great. It, it is... It's going great, by the way. It, you know, um... You know, the Pentagon is saying that... The wars... It, it, the Israel-Hamas war it, it isn't spreading... You know, there's not any, like, violence that's being ratcheted up. You know, 
don't mind, you know, the U.S. soldiers that were just killed the other day or the injuries that just happened. You know, the Middle East is fine. The Middle East, it's, we're, we're trying to happy talk our way through this now, I guess. You know, like, we're, we're trying, we're trying to happy talk our way through this entire situation now, I, I guess. Because, uh, you know, it's, uh, well, well done, you know, well, well done to us all. It's, it's going great, right? You know, I, I remember just a, a little while, truly ironic, that right before, right before <laughs> all of it kicked off, uh, you know, they just, he just had to, had to say something, Jake Sullivan just had to say something, where, you know, he's optimistic, He's optimistic, guys. Oh, he was he's optimistic that everything was it's quieter. It's quieter. Yeah, I, I wonder who did make it quieter. Uh <clears throat> certain orange dude that uh didn't start wars at all, which was hilarious because I thought everybody called them a warmonger. So the Middle East is going great, by the way. How great is it? Uh well, why don't you just you know, why don't you just hear it from from his mouth alone i mean i mean from mr blinken i mean seriously how how are these people this incompetent i know it's the biden administration but how is it so incompetent how like people like this are the kind of people that if like colleges actually like worked you would show these off in like classes of being like hey don't do this. This is the wrong thing to do. Do not do these things. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like, these are all the things of... I mean, if you're trying to destroy a nation, you better be able to do it quicker and fast. I mean, because the people most likely are not going to vote for you again, or at least the rather the expected outcome would be that, right? But I don't know at this point, because genuinely, if this level of incompetence is represented representation of what the u.s is like holy fuck we're doomed but here is uh S secretary blinken on just uh, how great things are going in the middle east oh they're going so great and to note that this is an incredibly volatile time in the middle east um i would argue that we've not seen a situation as as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973 and arguably uh, even uh, even before that. Uh, and that is the uh, environment in which we're operating. And of course, that was triggered by the horrific attacks of October 7th by Hamas against innocent men, women, and children. We've made very, very clear from day one that we're going to defend our people, we're going to defend our personnel, uh, we're going to defend our interests. And that's exactly uh, what we've done. We've taken action, and significant action, to deter groups, uh, to degrade their capabilities in Iraq, in Syria, in Yemen. At the same time, the President's been very clear that we want to prevent broader escalation. We want to prevent this conflict from spreading. Well, uh, how do you do that? You happy talk your way through it and you give people, just random people, more money, obviously. I, the, the fact that these people are this moronic, I mean, seriously. I would just like to remind everybody that before Donald Trump left office, there was an actual plan set in place. 
I, I swear this is some like like th this is this is utterly craziness everybody was like okay there's a plan here right for once donald trump had an actual plan of something right it wasn't just on impulse right like he shows up in like he shows up <laughs> out of nowhere and he goes hey guys we're gonna make a great deal for you right and so they bully we're getting the full abraham accords you know getting a, a great partnership for uh, Israel signed and all this was great right you know ISIS was basically in the fucking toilet like all this stuff was not happening right and then you know COVID happens everything goes sideways and now we're, we're now we're in this mess well let's see uh well we got some people that have backed out I mean and now with Joe Biden his level of deterrence is straight up out of World War fucking two, not the good parts of World War two where you know Nazis died. No, 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 no. It's the kind part of World War two where <laughs> we're just straight up ah, you can't have thing. Ah, well, I guess you can't have that thing because we don't want to be in a war. It, <laughs> like we we're in some Chamberlain level shit, except now it's a doddering old fool. That doesn't know his lefts from his rights, his rights from his lefts. He doesn't even know where he's at. He walks around sniffing fucking barrels and children's heads, I guess. He doesn't know what's going on. Oh, <laughs> it's going great. It's going. It's going great, everybody. It's fantastic. Some might say. So I'm not going to play you the entirety of this video, or really much of the audio at all. Maybe not even at all because try because be it as may, uh, these are really quite long clips and uh, they're entirely in Somalian. They might say, "Well, Jacob, why why are you playing Somalian clips on the program? What's what's who? Why would that be necessary?" Well, Ilhan Omar, famed anti-Semite inside of the walls of Congress and in part of the great name called the Squad. This sounds like the most rip-off villain agency and organization I've ever heard. Well, uh, yes, uh, Ilhan Omar is, you know, uh, a great, great representation of everything you probably shouldn't do. Uh, the fact that this woman is even still in Congress and is going to even probably remain in Congress after this, uh, should probably terrify us all. So, Ilhan Omar, uh, was, you know, has been doing some stuff over in her home state, or her state that she represents technically among this, uh, in, uh, in Minnesota, you know, bringing forth their brand new flag that definitely doesn't look, you know, Somalian at all, by the way, and then totally didn't get changed to be kind of similar still to it. But, you know, it's completely fine. And, well, she tells the Somalians in a room that, keep in mind, this isn't, this is in America. That, you know, uh, you know that, that she is Somalian first. And that she's, you know, a Muslim second. Uh, no, she, she doesn't mention American because, you know, being American is bigotry and... And, and racist and, and stuff like that so you know that's it's fine oh oh but um you know 
What's her primary job in Congress? Is it to serve the values of the American people? No, it's to protect Somali interest. I didn't. I didn't know. I. I. I didn't know that we were in Somalia. I. I didn't. I didn't know. Apparently, we're we're in Somalia. Uh, you know, and you know that she's, you know, she very much is likes the Somalian president, and that apparently she has a very special and close relationship. Uh, to the Somalian uh, president, in which she calls, uh, she calls her, uh, calls him her uncle, and he calls her his girl, and that she she also just happens to just refer to him as our president, while the entire audience in Minnesota cheers. I, uh, you know, sounds completely completely normal, right? You know, th these all sound like really normal things. For a congresswoman in America to be doing, right? I, I mean, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying this doesn't, you know, this doesn't really seem like a, a, a woman that's, you know, really cares about, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe, you know, the idea is, hey, uh, I know this is going to sound really messed up, but I think you should probably go serve in Somalia. I, you don't seem to really want to be here. I, I mean, you're basically sort of pledging to another country. You're not, you know, you're not following your actual, like, oath to office here. So, uh, expect something to open up there, so hopefully, I mean, if unless, uh, you know... The Republicans actually just don't do anything like they normally do because they're all weak cowards who I'm pretty sure get pegged at home at this point. Just my take at this. So, you know, so we have Ilhan Omar. So she she's great. Uh, you know, really help uh, helping out Somalians, not America, Somalians, because Americans are racist and bigots and homophobes, transphobes and Jew lovers, stuff like that, you know, because got to get all of the all of the. Hit, greatest hits for Ilhan Omar. Well, now, you know, the DOJ is now investigating Cori Bush, another member of the squad, right? Yeah, yeah she's, they're now uh, in, investigating her. Well, why, why would they, why would they do such a thing? Well, uh, improper use of uh, government money, you know, meant for personal security. So that's good. That's, uh, that, that's good, because, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, all of that is fine and, uh, fine and dandy. You know, that's, that's good, right? You know, I, I mean, you know, it's all good to know that you, uh, we're, we're having great spending inside of, uh, the halls of, uh, Congress. You know, it's it's very good, uh, very very good. Um, mm -hmm. At least they're doing something. Um, now, I say that they're doing something right now, but uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty sure it's going to lead to absolutely nothing. I know you're shocked by that, but I I truly mean it. Like they're gonna do absolutely fucking nothing. 
Okay, she's not gonna be. There's not gonna be any any repercussions or anything. Nope. I'm calling it now. I'm call. I'm calling it right now. Nothing is gonna happen to Cori Bush. She's gonna be completely fine. So, for uh, for trying to reach to story of the week, I must admit, Nancy Pelosi is coming really close to hitting that top spot for the whole week of funniest shit I've seen all week. <laughs> so uh nancy pelosi uh who, who currently is still in san francisco currently and she is running for congress so that's why she's in this section um but again uh, but so uh protesters though are outside of uh outside of her house and they were you know uh their gaza ceasefire uh <laughs> protesters and it was it was fantastic as <laughs> the funniest thing I've heard all way. <laughs> Just the funniest shit. So the, the, the people are like, oh, you know, the Democrats are asking for a ceasefire. And I seen this uh, when I was going to bed this morning, but it is so fucking brilliant. Oh. You just you just have to hear it for yourself. Here is Nancy Pelosi saying the funniest shit I think I've ever heard out of her mouth ever. The Democrats want the ceasefire. The Democrats want. <laughs> Go back to China where your headquarters is. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's brilliant. What a what a what a great great thing. Uh, she also. She also said that uh, the uh, protesters, that uh, they're, of course, spreading uh, Mr. Putin's uh, message. Make no mistake about it. I mean, th this this woman is off her rockers, but this is great. I, I am all here for crazy Nancy Pelosi yelling at Democrat protesters and saying some wild shit because this is great. <laughs> Go back to China. Uh uh, that's the most ignorant shit I've ever heard out of the, out of that woman's, out of that woman's mouth recently, and oh my goodness, mm, it is scrumptious. Go back to China, oh, where your headquarters is, my goodness, my, my goodness. Well, still sticking with our government, they're doing great things. Uh, you know, the NSA, unsurprisingly, is still buying Americans' internet browsing information, including the website they visit, the apps they use, without warrants still. You know, so that's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, so if you were still wondering if you're being spied on all the time, yes, you are still being spied on all the time. I know you're probably curious and you didn't, you, you wanted to know, but yes, you're still being spied on all the time. Is anything going to change about it? Probably not, but you weren't expecting it to, were you? I mean, were you? I, I No, come on. You didn't want good changes. You wanted m more so-called security. You know, got to make sure that there's no such trespassers or no good doers around, right? Yeah, it's, it's for your personal safety that we get your data all the time so that we know what you're looking at. All the time, right? That's good. It's fine. You still have privacy, of 
course. If we just don't tell you about it, you just remain ignorant to it. So, well, the IRS contractor who leaked tax records of Donald Trump has officially gotten some prison time. That's right. Uh, the person was sentenced to five years in prison. Uh, the person admitted to leaking tax documents uh, belonging to thousands of the nation's wealthiest individuals, including uh, Donald Trump. So he then, you know, uploaded all of these to a private website in order to over to avoid IRS protocol and, you know, prevent, you know, some other fun stuff. But yes, he officially is going to jail for uh, such a crime. Uh, you know, it's good to still see that some crimes are prosecuted in the, the country of the U.S. But uh, how long will this person stay in jail uh, is the real question. I, I mean, I'm just being honest. I have very low faith that they'll actually be in jail for uh, a long enough period of time. Five years, uh, may, you know, he's got good behavior. We'll let him out after one, right? That's, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm, feel like I'm going to be reading a story in like a, a year's time or so of a person getting out of jail or like I can, I can think of the headline right now, person who leaked Trump's tax records released from prison early or some shit like that, right? You know, some, something like that. I, I, feel, I just, I have this gut feeling. That it just might happen. Or maybe it won't. And some, somehow, some way, this world, you know, maybe will actually uh, prove me wrong for once. So, so speaking of justice, E. Jean Carroll, she got her justice. And she was on, uh, on MSNBC with Rachel Maddow, uh, one of our great visionaries. And, you know, it's an all-women panel, and they're, they're all great to talk about some great stuff. And so, you know, E. Jean Carroll, she's talked about how she's going to use some of the money, the $83 million that she's winning, to, you know, for, for women's rights. Well, what in her case would be women's rights? Well, well, it's buying new wardrobes, buying a penthouse, it's... You know, going shopping, that's women's rights right there. Ugh, here it is. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or, yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel... You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> or is it? Although, if, if me fishing in France... Could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, take one for the team. All right, let me, let me. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it's a joke, guys. It's a, it's a joke. Uh huh. Didn't, didn't you laugh? Did you, did you not, did you miss the punchline? I, I, I feel like I did. I, I blinked and I missed it. It's like, ooh, 
Where'd it go? Ah, uh, listen, women can be funny. It's just you. the The skill development for it is not really a requirement. All I mean, seriously, there, there's some great female comics and even just people that are doing like sketches on YouTube at this point that are women. Uh, but that that's not it. Come on, okay. You're you're aging carrot. You're supposed to just say crazy, you know, unhinged things. Okay, don't don't try to be funny. That's that's not who you are. Rachel Maddow never been funny, so I don't. There's not a there's not a chance in the world she should even try. I'm sorry. Now I do have a feeling she is absolutely going to choke. Like that that part was completely real. She's she's absolutely going to go shopping. Most of the money is literally going to be used for funding. I don't know what. But she's absolutely not going shopping. Okay. So, in our world, I must admit... You know how back, I would say, when I was in, like, elementary school... And, like, Justin Bieber was insanely popular. I feel like that's what we're going through right now with Taylor Swift and all these Swifties or whatever. Right? Like... I can't go without, like, I think a day without hearing this woman's name. And I'm like, why is she popular all of a sudden? Because my thing, right, with Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift used to make really great, you know, or, like, she she makes decent music, right? Some of her more recent stuff is just hot garbage, like a lot of artists. But uh, I don't really understand why all this, like, why Taylor Swift all of a sudden is just reaching this, like, almost K-pop level of, like, stardom among, like, younger people. I don't really understand. It's not like she put out, like, some new music, and it's, like, really, like, it's, like, top in the charts, right? Like, she put out a new album, it's a new era, or whatever the fuck it is for these Swifties, and, you know, they're all going hard, right? It's not even like that. Right? I don't understand. She just did a, a really impressive world tour, and we can acknowledge that, and then we all moved on, right? I, this, I, I truly don't understand where her popularity is coming from. Like, I'll give her this. She has talent. I know that. I've listened to her music before. I know that she has talent, right? But I'm just curious, why now, right? Like, here, I'll, I'll even, we'll go on to, to my, uh, to, to my preferred, you know, place, place of listening to, to music. Let's see. When was the last time, yeah, like, the last, like, the last new sort of, like, things that she's put out are all of, like, her re-recordings of Taylor versions of her, you know, albums, right? So, I'm, like, curious. What... You know, what, what is the, you know, like, what's the sort of new, like, I, I, I don't understand it, right? Uh, but I must admit, she's also, like, ruined a whole bunch of other things. Like, she's even gotten sick of it, too, because they keep showing her whenever the Chiefs are playing football, which was already annoying enough. Uh, it, it even got, you know, worse uh, the other day. You know, it got fully worse the the other day when just the full-on, I guess, final matches of the Super Bowl. Listen, I'm not a sports guy anymore. Believe me, while I'm at my job at, like, you know, at night when I'm working, and I just am straight up, 
you know, I'm I'm just straight I'm just straight up, you know, browsing Twitter like in between my certain amounts of time, right? Bro, my entire news feed the other day was just talking about football or mentioning Taylor Swift in some way around like the Chiefs or something. And I was just what the I was like, I don't want to see this. I don't care about any of these things. And yet, well, here we are. So where does this all lead? Well, Taylor Swift is so fucking popular, I guess, that Taylor Swift is now an actual, like, if she endorses somebody, there's a good amount of people that will back that candidate, which I don't understand, right? Because in some way, I'd be like, make up your own damn mind about certain things like this. You know, like, hey, just because... Like, I separate, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the stuff from, you know, artists and everything. I, I really try to most of the time. So, like, when certain people endorse things, I go, okay, that's, that's alright. But most of the time, I ignore it and I make up my own mind. So, I don't... I don't really under understand why but yes so i guess the whole thing here is most likely taylor swift is going to endorse biden for president or whoever or even big mike if that happens or somebody else i mean shit at this point dude if taylor swift wanted to she could probably have a decently successful campaign running for being president because she could technically run to be president of the united states and that would be a really weird White House. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if that'd be an improvement or worse than the current one. Like, I'm pretty sure it'd be worse because she'd end up believing a whole bunch of slimy rats around her that would then somehow make the whole situation worse. So, uh, you know, maybe keep her as far away from as possible. Uh, but yes, Taylor Swift. Government plant at this point. I, I keep saying that everywhere now. I don't know anymore. Because I don't understand why she's so popular. Right? Like, what? what is her deal? You know, I just... I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. Well, the mystical, magical world of Disney continues to amaze. In which Disneyland Park... They've since removed this. I will let you know. And... Well, inside of their uh, inside of their employee kitchen was the wheel of power slash privilege. Ugh, what a great uh, you know what what a great thing to have everywhere. The wheel of uh, the wheel of privilege. You know why should we accept that we have privilege? What is privilege? Examples of privilege. You know it's got all sorts of you know, different things all around the the actual thing of telling you which one is marginalized and power and all sorts of fun stuff, right? And, oh man, what a what fun is this? Now, they only removed it is uh, after the Daily Wire did an inquiry on it. And, of course, one even employee told them that this makes it uh, makes people feel unwelcome and destroys the magic. Wow, what a shock. You're telling me that uh, that it's completely ruins the whole uh, the whole thing. The, whole, the wheel featured for all employees to see has the word power in a middle section uh, like a dartboard with certain traits fanning outward that 
are then labeled marginalized. You know, great fun. Ah, oh, what a fun time. Uh, and, of course, you know, there, there are all sorts of fun ways that, you know, that they can use and that there's so great fun divisions that you can start to put nice little cast dice divisions just everywhere. Little racial divides. It's great. It's great. It's always fun and it really speaks to the equality nature that we're trying to promote. So that's that's always fun. Of course, the thing is gone now, so there is that. Uh, will they probably try something else? Well, Mickey Mouse probably will, but I, you know, so it, it's fun. It's fun. Who doesn't want a nice little, nice little privilege wheel inside of your uh, kitchen while you work every day? Mm. How fun is that? Well, hey, that's going to do it for today's show. If you went on to enjoy it, please do consider liking, subscribing, follow on Twitter and True Social, and you can check out the articles in the description. Have a good rest of your Tuesday, and I'll see you right back here for a Wednesday edition of the program.